Welcome to the Women in STEM podcast. I am your host, Kelly. Hello, Nina. Would you like to introduce yourself? Yes, absolutely. Um, Thank you so much for having me today and hosting me on this amazing podcast and platform. My name is Nina Moore. I am a global enterprise systems engineer for a Fortune 10 company located in the Bay Area within California. Um, I have an electrical engineering background, but usually what my day-to-day looks like is building relationships with engineers to CIOs and CTOs and really communicating the technical vision and solutions and architectures that can really help transform their business um, to align more with where the industry is going. Um, That's what I do in my work life, but in my everyday life, I am a avid travel bug. COVID has kind of put a damper on that a little bit, but with the success of the vaccine, my fingers are crossed. And I'm super excited to get back to my old stomping grounds of being a um, travel bug and a globe trotter. Um, and then I also love uh, food as well. I don't know if other people can relate to that, but I am an avid foodie. So <laughs> I don't know if we'll get to any of that in our conversation today, but it's a pleasure to speak to everyone, including you today. Thanks again for hosting me. Yes, I definitely think everyone can relate to the love of food. (laughs) So my first question is going to be, when did you first hear the word STEM and what did you initially thought that it meant? Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, To me, it's so weird because I don't know if I have a prominent um, memory of the word STEM and when my relationship first started with it. Um, in, in fact, growing up, I got a lot of pressure from my parents, um, who some would call a little old school, um, to pursue being a lawyer because to them that meant status and money. Um, in some ways, somehow, I started to kind of build a relationship with technology um, I've always loved math. I've always had a mathematical brain as well. Um, and I feel like I started to really um, get a true passion and liking for the STEM um, is from teachers who poured into me, who believed in me, um, who saw my potential to potentially be an engineer and they have been just incredible influences in my life. So much that um, I actually wanted to pursue my graduate degree in quantum physics to become a professor within STEM because I felt like there was not enough minority representation. Now, granted my career path might have deviated (laughs) a little bit, um, but I say that to say Um, My relationship with STEM, although I don't have a prominent memory of it, um, I feel like it was something that was nurtured and really grown by the help 
of just wonderful teachers in my life that really poured into me and saw my technical aptitude and wanted to really help me foster that. I definitely think that a lot of people can definitely relate to not knowing exactly when they heard the word STEM, but I definitely think that it's definitely impactful once you understand what it means and you're able to find other people within your community. So what are the pros and the cons of your field? Oh, man. Um, The cons of the field, and I know this is something that a lot of us are trying to change and work on, but it really is the representation of full spectrum diversity, right? Um, I remember studying electrical engineering in college and seeing my classroom and oftentimes I was the only one that looked like me. And then fast forward to being in the industry, it's almost like my classrooms have been copied and pasted to the workforce because I still feel that same way of being a triple minority, but what I like to call it the triple threat, right? Being a young African-American woman within the STEM world. Um, Oftentimes, I feel like, you know, sometimes when I speak, I have to kind of represent all three of those things. Um, And it's kind of tough, right? To Feel the pressures of assimilating and being more, um, I guess, acceptable to the work to the workforce, while still trying to be your authentic self, because you know that by your presence being there, it's opening doors for the people who look like you to also come after. Um, but with that, the pro is it gives you an incredible opportunity to change the world for the better. Um, I absolutely love technology. I've always loved technology. My earliest memories of technology was going back to preschool and uh, working with the computer and just playing games and things like that to coding with HTML on MySpace. Before we knew that computer science and coding was a thing, Um, You know, I was editing my MySpace page and doing my friends and really getting hands on with it. And now as a systems engineer, I get to work with some of the most influential companies in the country and the world, actually, and be able to have an influence on um, how we as a community are going to play, work, eat, and just live our everyday lives, right? And so being able to have um, a hand in how the world is consuming technology in a positive way, I think is the most cool and amazing thing and gets me excited in the morning. Um, It keeps me motivated. Granted, we have some work to do to make sure that the Um, technology that we're using today is inclusive for everyone in the world but again I think it gives a great opportunity for um, our community and and culture to really do amazing and positive things 
Yes, definitely. And I want to switch gears and get on to really what this podcast episode is about, which is about Stemonist. And you actually really inspired this episode as well as the conversation that we had on Clubhouse because I saw the word Stemonist in your profile. And I had seen it in, you know, I started seeing in other people's profile. And I was like, Mm -hmm. "Hmm, this sounds really interesting. I think I know what it means, but I'm not quite (laughs) sure. So let me ask her, what does it mean? So what does a Stemonist mean? Yeah. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Um, A Stemonist, by definition, is an advocate for increasing the presence of women in science, technology, engineering, and math. Um, And I think that it's a very important word and role that's necessary within the STEM community. Um, I think a lot of the times people hear the word STEMinist and they automatically think of feminists. And I know that the word STEMinist has is very stigmatized and um, it has to some people a negative connotation as well. But truly, if you believe in being an advocate for increasing the number of women within the STEM fields, then STEMinists should resonate with you um, very positively. Interesting. And like you said, you spoke about the stigma related to the word STEMinist, I mean, feminist. Mm-hmm. So can you still be a STEMinist, even if you don't necessarily feel like you're a feminist? Well, well, by definition, right, feminism is advocacy of women's rights on the basis of equality of the sexes. So if you're a person that believes in there needs to be an increase of women in math, science, and technology, then absolutely. Um, I would say that this movement has a a seat and a space for you. Um, I think in terms of just history and um, (laughs) the connotations of feminism, again, it has that negative connotation of like angry man haters and (laughs) and things of that nature. But um, really, I, I feel like if you and your heart of hearts know that there should be equality in terms of the representation of women within STEM, um, then for sure, again, there's a seat seat at the table for you. Great, thank you for that explanation. And why, I mean, I feel like you've kind of explained the main points, but why do you think people should care about STEMinists, especially men? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think it it goes, it's it's twofold, right? Um, One is not only is it the right thing to do from a civil rights perspective, but when we think about um, diversity um, in terms of business, it actually is very, very beneficial to be able to have people at the table that come from different backgrounds and think completely different than one another to be able to collaborate on a common cause, um, research has actually shown that when you compare um, two different 
work demographics. And one demographic is more of a um, homogeneous um, environment where people might have the same pedigree, come from the same background, and might also have um, a very high aptitude. Research has shown that when you compare the productivity and results of that group versus a group that is diverse in nature, the, di the diverse group actually outperforms, right? And so again, not only is it a civil rights thing, it's the right thing to do, but from a performance perspective, um, it really is impactful to businesses and helping to move the needle forward. Yes, I definitely think you hit on some very major points there. And also, what made you personally become a, a STEMinist and how did you first encounter the movement? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I want, I would like to say that I've always kind of believed in this, especially as being one pivotal moment within the early um, years of my career where well, I was actually an intern and I was interning at a tech company and I believe it might have been Women's International Women's Day. And so the group of interns, both male and female, came together to talk about the experiences of women within the workforce and some of the issues that we have to overcome and issues that we face. was um, a woman, a young girl at the time, who shared something that just completely took me back and I was incredibly shocked. She shared, if I see another woman coming to, come into a room, it is clear that she's confident, that she's competent, that she's a rock star, and she's just knocking everything out of the park. If I see a woman like that, I actually don't want to be her friend. I want to go the complete opposite direction. I'm not going to like her. And I'm, in so many words, going to be envious of her. And while I was so grateful to hear her be extremely vulnerable and share sentiments that I'm sure a lot of people feel, to me, it made me so sad. It made me sad because um, I could relate to being the only person in the room that looks like me and don't belong and that I don't fit in. And hearing someone say it's something that they know that they're doing consciously because they could be intimidated by this person, it made me feel sad. And in that moment, I said, you know what? I am going to try and be the most supportive person that I can be to women, to men, to, again, full spectrum diverse people, um, within whatever STEM space that I'm in, I understand what it feels like to not feel supported. And so um, when you asked me that question, my mind automatically went to this time when we were having a very vulnerable conversation because in my head, in my mind, in my heart, 
when one woman wins, we all win, right? When someone opens a door for us to follow and stand on their shoulders, it's our responsibility to carry that torch forward and continuing to um, make it a better place for the next set of people who are coming behind us. And that is why I'm so passionate about being the stimulus. That's why you see it in my bio. I'm constantly, constantly looking for ways to give back to our community and pour into high schoolers and middle schoolers and <laughs> people that I work with, people in tech, um, and try to always share some encouraging words because, again, I feel like it's necessary and I feel like it's important, um, not only for our generation, but, you know, the generations to come as well. Thank you for sharing that experience with us. I think that it definitely makes, you know, why we should be STEMinists, especially for supporting women in STEM, um, mm-hmm. why it's so important. And I, I really appreciate that example. And do you have any resources or, um, that you would recommend for people who are curious about um, becoming a STEMinist themselves that they could use? Yeah, absolutely. Um, When I was in college and even post-grad, I was actively involved with SWE, Society of Women Engineers. However, there's a host of conferences and organizations out there um, that I would urge a lot of the listeners to get involved in, right? Not only that, even in your personal and work life, right? If you have an opportunity to mentor, to elevate, to highlight a woman that you work with, um, I strongly urge you to do that as well, right? Um, Sometimes even it can be something as simple as being in a meeting with a woman and maybe hearing her voice, what her opinion is, or hearing her say, hey, I have a question. You know, sometimes what I've heard and I've experienced this too, um, and I've heard this from other women as well within the workforce is, you know, sometimes we feel like we're talked over (laughs) or people sometimes don't, you know, listen to our opinions until it's kind of said by someone else, or we say it a few times. If you're in a space like that, and you have an opportunity to say, hey, Nina, that was a great point. Guys, what do you think about this? Or, you know, hey, Kelly, um, I don't think I, uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead and finish what you were saying, right? Creating a space for women to feel heard, I think can go a very, very long way as well. So organizations that are out there, um, SWE is definitely one of my favorite ones since I have a personal relationship with them. Um, The Women in Technology is also another one that's amazing. Um, The um, Grace Hopper, there's, there's so many to name organizations for them to in your personal and professional life if you have an opportunity to highlight mentor guide inspire a woman um i think full spectrum you're able to exercise being a steminist <laughs> definitely 
And I pretty much covered all the questions that I wanted to ask you, but I wanted to know if there were any last minute advice or tips that you wanted to give our audience of women in STEM. Yes. Oh, man. Um, First and foremost, thank you for hosting me today. Um, This was so much fun. It's always a pleasure talking and connecting with you, Kelly. For all of the viewers, definitely continue to follow her, reshare, interact with her. She's awesome and super um, easy to talk to. But then I would like to um, just leave a few thoughts. Um, As a woman who has been in the technology industry now for a little bit over six years, um, I would like to um, challenge all of our viewers (laughs) to mentor a woman within STEM if you are not already mentoring one now. Um, And I say this for a lot of different reasons, but one that I want to highlight is right now, we are in a very pivotal moment within technology. We have kind of transitioned from um, being in traditional kind of legacy working environments to as we've seen with COVID, we are now in this hybrid model. And the way that we used to work before has changed forever. And now we've transitioned from BYOD, bring your own device, to BYOE, bring your own environment, because everyone is working remote now. Um, And businesses have said that this is around to stay. And so what that means is when it comes to technical opportunities, it's a lot different now. Right. You don't always have to be within that city or that town or that tech hub for that opportunity. A lot of businesses are opening their borders and are now allowing the flexibility of working remote. And with that being said, that gives more opportunities for women to get more engaged with technology, more so than ever before. And so if you have a few cycles within your day and you're open to it, I would love to see and hear about every single viewer mentoring and pouring into women who are interested in STEM. And even if they aren't interested, still have the conversation. (laughs) Talk to them, right? Because you don't know what you don't know. So I would love to leave that with the viewers and say thank you so much for the time today. It's always a pleasure connecting And I'm looking forward to keeping in touch and hopefully visiting you pretty soon, Kelly, (laughs) once the world opens back up. (laughs) And how best can people get in contact with you? How best can people connect with you? I'm sure there's a lot of people that might have more questions that they would like to ask you or want to get to know you. Yes, 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 absolutely. Um, I love when the world feels more smaller, especially the tech world. So please, please, please reach out. Um, my Instagram handle is I am Nina Moore, N-I-N-A-M-O-O-R-E. Same thing for Twitter. Add me on LinkedIn. Let's definitely get connected. Um, I love opportunities like this to talk and, again, have that STEM community feel a lot more smaller. Um, let's keep the conversations going. And I would love to hear everyone else's thoughts and opinions about the word stimulus means to you but feel free to reach out and let's connect 
Thank you once again, Nina, for your time and for all the great advice and information that you've given us. Absolutely. Thanks for the invite, Kelly. This was so much fun. This is the end of the Women in STEM podcast episode of What is a STEMinist? with our co-host Nina. She was such a pleasure to speak to and she is definitely somebody who is definitely a great advocate for women in STEM. I hope that you've learned a lot about what STEMness means as well as why this term uh, exists. And if you'd like to keep more up to date with the Women in STEM podcast, please make sure to check out my Instagram and Twitter at Kelly underscore